This is episode 20 of the Walk Magazine podcast. Walk with me. Would you walk with me? And if you walk with me, I'll walk with you for eternity. Hi, I'm Cindy Lehman, the host of the Walk Magazine podcast. It's been a little while since I recorded an episode of Walk. Um, a small part of that reason is that WISP, which stands for Women in Sports Radio, gave me the opportunity to host a show called Walk, Don't Run. This show is just about women and race walking. It was a great opportunity to talk to some amazing women race walkers and to be exposed to a much larger audience. And I learned a lot about podcasting from the woman I work with. Unfortunately, the show prep took up a lot of time and took away from my own podcasting and blogging. So I, I just can't do it any longer. I will provide a link to Walk Don't Run in the show notes in case you want to check it out. I'm not sure about the future of the show, but the first season did run its course. In the meantime, I have finally completed the races I've been talking about for nearly a year. The Sky at the Line three-way challenge with extra cheese as part of the Flying Pig Marathon in Cincinnati, Ohio was over May 5th, 6th, and 7th. And the Run for Home 10K and Half Marathon was the first weekend in April in New Philadelphia, Ohio. So as readers of the Walk blog and listeners of this podcast know, the half marathon is my absolute favorite race distance. It's challenging, requires training, I can do several in a year, and typically I feel great afterward, unlike how I feel after a full marathon, but we won't go there. But because I do so many half marathons, they aren't as much of a challenge anymore. I finished more than 50. So last May, a member of the Buckeye Striders Walking Club told us about the three-way challenge during the Flying Pig Weekend. And this series includes a Little Kings one mile on a Friday night, a 10K race on Saturday morning, a 5K race following the 10K, and a half marathon on Sunday. I thought it was like doing the dopey at Disney without having to spend a million dollars. I love the Flying Pig, and I love Cincinnati. It sounded like it would be a lot of fun. And as we started planning for this series, our friend Laura told us about another shorter series at the Run for Home Half Marathon in New Philadelphia. It was just a 10K on Saturday and a half marathon on Sunday, and it was a month before the Flying Pig, so it would be perfect timing for a dry run for two races in two days. To top it off, this was the 10th anniversary of that half marathon, so on October 10th, for 10 hours, we could register for either race for only $10. A $20 for two races clinched it for me, and I gotta say it was the best $20 I've spent for races. So as early as October 10th, I had two multi-race challenges planned for the spring of this year. In this episode, my friend Deb and I talk about the flying pig races we just finished and give a quick overview of the run for home races we entered in April. Please note that as I was editing the audio, I noticed that we call the races by the wrong names. They are the Skyline Three-Way Challenge at the Flying Pig Marathon and the Run for Home 10K Half Challenge. Walk with me. Would you walk with me? And if you walk with me, I'll walk with you for eternity. I'm ready. I'm ready. Deb, are you ready to talk about the flying pig? Let's go! So this past weekend, we did the flying pig half marathon with extra cheese. Fun. It was a fun weekend. So basically, what the flying pig half marathon with extra cheese is a series of four races. On Friday, it's the Little Kings One Mile. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, there's a 10K followed by a 5K, and then Saturday, it's a half marathon. Oh, Sunday. I'm sorry, Sunday. Sunday was, a half, was a half. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, Deb, why did we do this? We wanted a challenge. We haven't been challenged enough. <laughs> it was quick. Now that I, after the way I felt after the 5K, I'm like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> 10.3 miles. So we first heard about the, the three-way with extra cheese a year ago, and... And someone in our walking club, the Buckeye Striders, said, Oh, look at this. Doesn't this look like fun? And we said yes. Mm -hmm. 
So, and it's amazing as it got closer. It's like, it doesn't sound so fun now that it's so close. <laughs> Why did we do that? So I actually looked back at my records, and I reserved the hotel we stayed in the day after the Flying Pig last year. I didn't realize it was that quick. Yeah, wow. I did it that far because I wanted to be sure that we got a hotel. Yeah. Now, I don't remember when they first took registrations for the for the race, but I know I, I, I registered as soon as I could. Okay. Is so it, it was probably close to a year. Probably. So we've been planning this for a year. Mm-hmm. First, let's just go through the, the expo and a little bit of each race. Okay. So the expo was huge. Yes, very nice. Um, it's I think it's one of the bigger expos that that I've ever been to. And so well organized. Yeah, very well organized. And they had information people everywhere. Oh, that was great. So all you had to do is someone had a little sign that said information, ask them a question, and they would answer. And it was that way the entire weekend. And even if you looked like you didn't know what you were doing, people would come up to you and ask you if you needed help. It was great. Yeah. So one thing I found really great about this expo was when you got your goodie bag, it wasn't stuffed full of garbage. In mm-hmm. fact, we didn't even get a goodie bag. Um, we didn't get a bag until we got all the way through the expo to get our shirts. But So if you wanted all the samples and everything, you could wait in line and go through uh, uh, all the samples on a counter and you could pick the ones you wanted. I thought that was great. So not only did they not waste volunteers' time stuffing bags, right? but we didn't throw all that stuff away. No, it was wonderful. <laughs> oh, yeah, very, so well, I thought that was very well organized. Great idea. So when we first got to the expo, we went to, did we have to um, just go to the three-way the cheese place to get everything all at one time? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we went up to get our, our bibs, and they had them all together, except mm-hmm. for the Little Kings one. Right. And we had to get that one separately. So it was nice. We got everything out one time. And then, of course, you had to go all the way to the far end of that really huge expo. You had to walk through everything to get your shirts. And then you had to go through a different station to get each shirt, which was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then we, because we did the half marathon, we also got a really nice backpack with the Flying Pig logo That's on great. it. great. Yeah, I'll probably use that. And we got uh, the traditional Flying Pig poster. Yeah, not so great this year. It was, um, the theme was Pigmoji, and they were emojis, and it's not a good poster no. this year at all. No, no. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why. You threw yours away right away. I'm oh, I left it at the hotel figure, and they'll recycle it. Uh, no. Yeah, so. I, no. In fact, um, Laura, who came with us, threw hers away right away, too. And I brought mine home, and I showed Lenny, and I looked at it, and I thought, I have no idea why I brought this home. I should have just <laughs> thrown it away in Cincinnati. So, um, anything else that we thought was interesting about the expo or, or I, any of the stuff that we got? If any vendors are listening when it says it's going to be a cold morning for a half marathon, please bring hand warmers. <laughs> People could have made a fortune selling hand warmers, and nobody had them. It was supposed to be in the mid-30s for the half marathon. Yes. I'm like, we're going to need hand warmers standing around waiting. One guy said, well, why don't you put old socks on your hands? And I thought, well, I have gloves. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody could have made a mint. Yes. With hand warmers. Yes. We couldn't have been the only ones who wanted No. Them. No, but I. it was a great expo. It was fun. And while we were at the expo, we got four shirts. We got one for Little Kings, mm-hmm. one for the 10K, 5K, and the half. Mm-hmm. And the Little Kings one has the Little Kings logo on it, really huge. And beer I, bottles, so I'm not going to wear I, that one. I'm probably not going to wear that one. Mm-mm. And then the 10K, 5K, and half all have the same design on them, and it's the emojis. And and I like the 10K and the 5K because they're um, <clears throat> more cottony, so you yeah. can wear them casually. Yeah. Though the, that gray shirt, the logos don't pop out of. Oh, I know. Well, but, I know. And I don't mind the half marathon shirt either but because 
even though it's white and it's a little sheer, um, the logos pop on it. So yes. I think it, it's cuter. Yes. Okay, one thing that I would highly recommend if you're planning on doing the three-way with cheese or the four-way with cheese, which is the full marathon, mm-hmm. and we're not that crazy. No. Is finding a hotel that is really, really close to the start lines of the races. And the hotel we stayed at was the Millennium, and it was within half a mile mm-hmm. of the start line of three of the races and a little farther than that for the Little Kings one. But not bad. Not bad. So mm-hmm. we could walk to the start of every single race, mm-hmm. and it was really great. Mm-hmm. So I would highly recommend that if you're going to do this to stay downtown Cincinnati, it's worth the extra $50 a night. Oh, it, it was very convenient. Yeah, to mm-hmm. not have to drive into Cincinnati and park every day. Right. Yeah. Um, so before we, we talk about, well, let's talk about the races first. Okay. So, the Little Kings was at 8 o'clock at night on Friday. Right. (laughs) I should preface this by saying, I am not a late night person. I am an early morning person, and I'm getting ready for bed normally about 8 o'clock. So, I was kind of freaking out about an 8 o'clock race. But I thought I did very well. Yeah, and it was only a mile. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. So, it was raining. And cold. And cold. So we were all wearing like extra clothes and hoods and Deb wore this really attractive rain poncho. It was fun. <laughs> so it, it, there were a lot of people in it though. It seemed like there were at least a thousand people it in it. It was a lot of fun and they were playing yeah. music and even though we were cold and wet, I mean, we were having a good time. Yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah. And it was only a mile and then we went back to our hotel to get ready for... Well, they the deal was they were going to give you a free Skyline oh, Coney that's right. at the end, but the line was so huge. Yeah, they had uh, they had a tent set up, and the conies and beer were in the tent. And we looked inside and thought, "I'm I'm not waiting in line for that." And we were getting cold again, and we warmed up very nicely. I was yeah. great. It was a yeah. great, quick little race. It was. I didn't throw away my throwaway shirt though. No, I didn't <laughs> throw away any of mine. I know. So then we went back to our hotel and got ready for the 10K and 5K. And one thing I found interesting was they recommend that you not wear both bibs in the race. So they had gear checked just for your bibs. And two in our group decided we were going to do gear check, and two in our group decided not to. So we we actually went, the the 10K was first on Saturday, Mm -hmm. and it started at 8 Mm o'clock, which is kind of late for you, isn't it? Um, yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe that was why. Because you, the race started so late in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could have done, you know, a 6, six or 6.30 or something. I'm sure you could do a 3 in the morning I race. Know. <laughs> I know. No, it was a gorgeous day. And the rain had been predicted and we didn't have the rain, mm-hmm. which was It was very cloudy, nice. but it cleared up later. It was it was perfect. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. So we went. We left for the start of the 10K a little bit early because we wanted to make sure we could get to gear check because we didn't know where it would be. As it was, it was so easy to find. Mm-hmm. It was, we were there 30, 40 minutes earlier than we needed to be and it mm-hmm. wasn't necessary. But then... Um, so the 10K started, and, and how many people do you think were in that? Oh. You know, oh. On, on the website it said there are probably about 15,000 people who did the races on Saturday. Oh. Oh, but that's all the... Um, the two races on Saturday. Okay. So I would think... 3,000? 3, 3 to 5? Mm-hmm. I'd say 3 to 5. It, but it was manageable. Yeah. It opened up. Yeah. And we were in the back, and they let corrals go, and mm-hmm. it seemed it seemed fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I found really interesting about the 10K is they gave out so much food on the course. <gasps> it was wonderful because they had they had pretzels, cookies, cookies, and candied oranges, mm-hmm. orange slices, and people handing out Kleenex. Oh yeah, that was really nice. Mm-hmm. So. It was, I, I couldn't believe that they did that much for a 10K. It was wonderful. And the race was not overly hilly. I mean, we went, we took a bridge into Kentucky, and that had a, a little bit of a hill to it. And we walked around in Kentucky, then we came back over another bridge, and that had another hill on it. Got another on-ramp to yeah. go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then the on-ramp onto the freeway. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, considering we were in Cincinnati, I thought it was 
It was flatter than I expected. Oh, see, it was hillier than I expected. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Because I have a hard time with hills. I have osteoporosis, and um, hills are more of a challenge to me than they used to be. Um, but yeah, I th I thought it was a challenging course. Okay, I thought it was challenging. But I mean, I go especially more. like going up the bridge and going up yeah. the on ramp, okay. and but it was, yeah, it was. Good. It was a good. I love ten k's and fifteen k's, so it was good. Yeah. I liked it, and it was a it was a pretty good race. So we got our medals, and, and people were people were competing and acting like they were racing. Yes, which was nice. Yeah, it was in comparison to the next race. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we finished the ten k, went to the gear check bus. I immediately got my bib for the five k, so that was not difficult. But I didn't want to have to go through gear check after the 5K. So I just stuck my 10K um, medal in my pocket and took my 10K bib off and wore the, the 5K bib. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, it was, and it worked out really well. And we had about 10 minutes right. to the start of the... Yeah. And they had allowed for a half an hour. Right. And it, we should also say we were not racing. No. Our goal for this entire weekend was to finish... And finish not feeling horrible. <laughs> right. Right. So we were trying to stay between a 14, 30, and a 15-minute mile for all the races. Mm -hmm. well, except for the one the one mile. We raced that mm -hmm, a little mm -hmm. bit. So then in, at the start of the 5K, we were still back pretty far. And there were just tons of children and schools and families. It was really neat. It was very nice to see, yes. And there were probably twice as many people in the 10K, or in the 5K oh, as the easy. 10K. yes. Easy. Which, but it wasn't conducive to racing. No, it was not. So we should have switched our mindset to say, okay, this is obviously going to be a family fun 5K. Right. So if you plan on doing this race, expect the, the 5K to be a family fun event. Mm -hmm. And don't expect to try to race it. No. There were tons of strollers. Yes. People in blue jeans and... Ca um, holding coffee holding cups. Coffee. Mm -hmm. So it was really great to see them. And the, and the families were having so much fun. It, it was But great. you just couldn't race it. No. no. Mm -mm. So in the right mindset, it was a fun event. Yes. And they still had pretzels. Yes, and the cookies <laughs> and the Kleenex. And I thought that, that was so I funny. I love how Cincinnati just shows up yeah. for this race weekend. Yeah, they, had a, they have a lot of really good volunteers. Yes. Their grunts are Oh, are and amazing. their shirts are so much better. Yeah, the, than, the, the grunt shirts should, are. Yeah. So we finished the 5K, and at that point, there I don't think there was really any food left after... Just, they had water. Water in fruit cups. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that between the 5K and 10K, they kind of just cleared out everything. Because we didn't take any food after the... I took a banana uh, after I the took 10K. a banana. Mm -hmm. Okay. But they had bags of chips, but those were gone for yeah. the 5K. Yeah, so after the 5K, we just took our water and walked back to the hotel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and then we had a wonderful lunch. It was... Right, we were hungry. We uh, replenished our protein store. Yeah. So we went to uh, Rock Bottom, and we didn't even, we just changed our clothes. We didn't shower. We were so hungry, mm -hmm. and just went to Rock Bottom and, mm -hmm. and ate. When we got back to our room, I, I thought, well, I'll just take a quick little nap. <gasps> <laughs> and I slept for almost three hours. Yes. <gasps> you needed it. So I, I woke up it. in time to go to dinner. It's oh, so good. That's so good. It was a little vacation. A little vacation. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh -huh. I wasn't in, well, we did see Cincy Cinco, though. I mean, before we oh, went back. Oh, that was adorable. Yeah, on Fountain Square, there was a Cincy Cinco for Cinco de Mayo Festival going on that we watched a little bit. And then by the time we got back to our room, I was exhausted. Just little girls in middle school age girls doing um, traditional Mexican or cultural dances and it was wonderful. They were so cute. So uh, dinner we just stayed at the hotel and had their pasta buffet which was fine. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Um, the half marathon started at 6.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. 
and the people going with us didn't want to leave any earlier than six which had me a little freaked out but we weren't doing bag check or anything and the walk was only a 10 minute walk so oh good it, it was not a, a big deal we had originally expected it to be really really cold but it was like 40 degrees it was yeah it was warmer than forecast so I did not bother with a throwaway shirt because I was overdressed for the 10k so I didn't bother with a throwaway shirt and I wish I had packed throw I'd worn throwaway gloves but I wore gloves I really liked oh okay so I didn't do that but um, you were not feeling well enough to do the half marathon. I had woken up early that morning with um, low back pain and it was um, painful enough that I it wasn't horribly painful but it was painful enough that I thought, well, I guess I'm not doing the half. And I was okay with that because I think that was the smart decision to make. And it kind of even made me feel like more of an athlete. I'm like, oh, I got low back pain. Okay, I'm an athlete. Woo! So I'm, instead of going and injuring myself further with all the hills in Cincinnati that I knew about from doing it previously, I said, no. I'm just gonna stay home, watch it on TV, and and hills do affect your back. More. Yes, mm-hmm. But normally, I feel the pain in the upper back, so the lower back was kind of different and a little scary. Mm-hmm. Well, and and if the few hills in the 10k and 5k bothered you, exactly the half the half would have really really bothered you. Right, right. So uh, Laura, Renee, and I went and left at six o'clock to go to the start of the half. And we got there in so much time, we really didn't even need to be there that early because we were in the last corral and we were in G. And they did a really good job Oh, of, H, you guys were in oh, H. Yeah, we were in H, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And so A, B, C, and D went were on one side of the street and they went and then E, F, G, and H on the other side and then we went it was very well organized. We could hear the national anthem. Nice. It was very nice. They had lots oh, of speakers. Oh, it was over. an acapella group. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They did a great job. They did a really good job. And people quieted down quickly because they could hear it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And so um, this race, I my goal was to hover around a 15-minute mile and just finish. And that first mile was really, really hard. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm nuts. I should have stayed at the hotel with Deb. <laughs> uh, Brene and Laura both took off, so I didn't see them again the entire rest of the race. Um, but the water stop people were phenomenal. There were people cheering everywhere. It was very hilly, and um, I've been doing hill workouts, so the hills didn't bother me as much as it did the first time we did this race, oh, where I okay. thought I was going to die when we were going up Eden Park. Yes. And so I was... I was because I was expecting to walk with someone and I was not I was I was not um, as outgoing with other people as I normally am during a race I didn't Mm -hmm. talk to anyone and I typically do but then it was really a nice surprise at mile six (laughs) I had I was watching it a little bit on TV and I actually on TV in the morning by the way Cincinnati does a great job covering this it was on air from six o'clock to 11 o'clock. Wow. It was wonderful. And I had, I, I don't think I told you, but I saw you cross. I saw the top of your head. No. Yes, <laughs> cross the finish, or the start line. I'm like, oh, that looks like Cindy up at this. I'm like, oh. And then I thought, well, I guess I'll take a shower and get ready and go grab a bagel because we were down the road from uh, Panera. And I thought, let's, I'll just go out and get some walking in. So I, I on my way to Panera, as I'm getting close, I see on the on the next block over the racers are going through. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna turn down there and do a little um, cheering. And I saw people coming my way. Well, spect- other spectators coming my way, and said, "Do you know what mile mark that was?" They said, "It's close to six. I'm like, and I looked at my watch. I'm like, oh, Cindy should be coming through <laughs> shortly. Why don't I go and wait and clap and. I did, and I saw you, and it was wonderful. And I even heard you. Ah, it was wonderful. <laughs> it was a really pleasant surprise. I, I kind of enjoy just um, 
watching a race, watching the racers and for change. Yeah, it was. A, I didn't feel bad about my decision whatsoever. So it it really did help me to feel more enthusiastic at that point. Oh, good. And it, boy, and just standing there, it was very chilly. But I know for you guys, it was probably pretty perfect. It was. It was good. Yeah, yeah I felt pretty good. So um, the for the most part, the race was good, and there were so many great people cheering on the side of the road. But I was feeling so tired and exhausted that I finally um, just put one of my headphones in and listened to an audiobook mm. because. I just needed to not think about me. Mm-hmm. And do you think part of that whole thing was basically the 15K we did yeah. the day yeah. previous? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, it really was not bad. According to my watch, I slowed down to slower than a 16-minute mile on a couple of the hills. But other than that, it was I, I hovered around 15, which was my goal. So it was okay. Um but the, but the people cheering, I mean, the, I think Cincinnati has some of the best cheerers oh, ever. Oh, I, I just love how they come out. Mm-hmm. So at one point, there was a group of high school kids, and they had a giant bingo board, and they were trying to get people in the race to do different things. They were crossing them off. And as I'm walking by, they said, we need someone to dance. And I thought, oh, I'm too tired to dance. And I thought, I'm going to dance. <laughs> <laughs> So I danced and they cheered. Oh, <laughs> Crossed an X off. That's adorable. <laughs> and watching it on TV at mile twenty-two, they had this special activity called Lobs for Lauren. Oh yeah. And it was for the athlete Lauren Hill, who had been a basketball player before she passed away from brain cancer. And they interviewed her dad. And they had little basketballs they were handing out to runners, and they had a basketball hoop. And some people were throwing the little basketballs in the hoop. That was great. That is so sweet. That was great. So um, the the half overall was really good. I was just, I wasn't trained properly for doing a 15K and then a half right after. Mm-hmm. So um, after I finished, I tried to smile toward the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> And what was really surprising to me is the number of race walkers that were in my pace. Just tons of them. Oh, wow. The same people I kept. I was near a lot of the same people throughout the whole race. If I was in a social mood, I would have had fun. Oh, how nice. I just wasn't feeling very social. And there were, and I was wondering how many of them had done all the races. Right. But there were just so many of them at my pace. It was really, I was never, ever alone. I was never... I never felt like I was out in the middle of nowhere all by myself because I don't like that feeling in a race. And, you know, also watching it on TV, it looked like there were um, more people at the back of the pack from what I remember from doing it eight years ago. There were a lot. So that was really neat to see. There were. It was really great. So the only problem I had crossing the finish line was trying to find someone who had medals, who was handing out medals. There were so many other there were photographers stopping people, so you had to stop and wait while they were taking pictures, and it got really narrow. Oh. Is where the finish was for all the other races, mm-hmm. okay. and it got really narrow. And you're like, please, just move. I want to. I want to keep walking. I don't want to stand here. And I finally found someone who had a half marathon medal, and then, then there was so much food after the race. It was ridiculous. They first of all, I got water, which was great, but there was tons of water. They had tons of different bags of chips they had different types of granola bars they had m&ms oh really i almost got m&ms for you but oh because I, I, I didn't want to have to carry them i don't blame you <laughs> no i don't want, I, I mean when i'm at the end of a half marathon i'm pretty delirious well and also you didn't do the race so. i did not do the race no so i didn't deserve them no <laughs> so um i just grabbed a couple bags of chips and then they had La Rosa's pizza, so I had a, a piece of cheese pizza. I had my official photo taken. And then um, in order to get the extra Skyline three-way medal, I had to go into into the park where they had tents everywhere and more like exhibitors. Oh. It was really a party. It was okay. It was really well organized. It was really kind of a party. So I finally found the tent, and they gave me my extra medal, my extra medallion for doing the extra cheese. Extra cheese. Mm-hmm. So then when I'm walking around, I'm going clang, clang, clang. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And then um, I decided that I really needed a beer, so I went and got my free Michelob. Fun! <laughs> and, the, and the beer said, run, done, beer now. Oh, so that cute. was kind of cute. So I sat there for a little bit. I found a chair, so I didn't have to get on the ground because I knew I wasn't oh, going to get back up. What? They had chairs? There were just benches and a couple random chairs, and I grabbed one oh, and sat wow. down. Oh, yeah. wow. So um, once I recovered a little bit, I walked around for about 10 minutes and then went back. But the, the after a race party was very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So um, the walk back to the hotel was hard. That was hard. Clang, 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 and clang. And I remember from in previous years, it was hard to figure out where you were and how yeah. to get out of the whole thing. Right. It was really hard to, to figure out how to get out. Because yeah. Because all you know, trying to figure out how to get out without crossing the race, and so um, luckily there were a bunch of information people around, and they told wow. me where to go. So it worked out. It was oh, so much better that way. Great. So, um, like I said, it's, it was really, really helpful having a hotel that was within half a mile of the mm-hmm. finish line. Mm-hmm. So I was not overly exhausted by the time I got back. But one thing I wanted to talk about is I don't think that I trained well for this. That we should have done extra miles, probably. Yes, and part of the reason, part of the way I planned my training for this event was we have some friends who did the Dopey in Disney, and that one has like a 5K through a full marathon over several days, and I think that friend did the full marathon, though. I don't think she did a half. I think she did a half and then a full the next day, and she said all she did was train for the full marathon. And so I based my training on that, thinking all I have to do is train for the half marathon and I should be fine. I wasn't thinking that... that of, the, of the 10K and 5K and... Being on the same day. The extra stress with yes. all that, right? So I think I should have walked... I didn't walk more than... I, I don't remember. If we, we did a 12-mile day, I think. Did we? Did, or did, was it 11 or 12? We did an 11 or 12 mile day. I'm yeah, not okay. sure which. Okay. We did one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, four weeks before, we did New Philadelphia Run for Home, and it was a 10K on Saturday and a half on Sunday. And I thought that would have been very helpful. Mm-hmm. But the way, I, the way I felt during the Cincinnati half, I think I needed to do more mileage. Okay. I think maybe 15, maybe 18. Oh really? Yeah, because it was it was hard. So, so I would recommend training for farther than just a half marathon if you're going to do this in the future. Challenge races like that. Yeah. 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 So since I brought up new oh um, by the way the three way with extra cheese was hundred and forty dollars. We and uh, and when in addition to getting the extra medal at the end and. I got an extra shirt that yeah, says I was a three wheel with cheese extra cheese finisher. And it's a very cute shirt. Yeah, it's red with the with the black skyline logo on it, and and it says finisher on the back, and it, and I like it. That one I really like. I wore that one home. Anyway, I thought it was I thought it was a really fun weekend. Cincinnati does a great job. They're very organized. The gear check went very well. Mm-hmm. Though I heard after the 10K, the gear check was really busy because when Laura went through, she had trouble. Laura, yeah, Laura, Laura, not Lauren. When Laura went through, she had um, it took them a while to find her stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So she said she was there about 15 minutes. Oh, wow. So I was really glad I didn't do gear check for the 5K. But we did just bring up the new Philadelphia race. It was called Run for Home, and it was their 10th anniversary. And it was about four weeks ago, was it? Yes, what, it's May. It was, yeah, like it was like the first weekend in April. It was April Fool's Day weekend, wasn't it? It was April Fool's Day weekend. Yes. So in October of last year, New Philadelphia, or the Run for Home, was having a celebration of their 10th anniversary because this year was the 10th anniversary of the race. So they had a special deal where you could pay $10 per race. So we all thought it would be a great idea to spend $10 per race and do the 10K and then the half marathon the next day. Warning, warning. <laughs> that was one another race where it's like, wow, what were we thinking? Oh, yeah, it was $10. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. 
And there were probably five of us who did both of them. No, there were, yeah, there were four of us who did both of them. Right. And then two other members came and just did the half marathon. And one other member came into just the 10K. Right. Yeah. That's right. So mm-hmm. there were a lot of us, but just spread out over the weekend. The, the 10K was not a particularly good course. It was cold. Well, it's uh, that's out of their control. It was cold and sprinkly, but it was a two-mile loop through the little town, and a two-mile loop is not was not big enough for me. It it got old really quick. And what I didn't like about it was that it was a gun time race, mm-hmm. not a chip time race. So right. there was no there was no chip start. There was and no computer at the start. The other thing was, after we completed the first loop, people didn't have the gate in place, so we didn't know where to go to start the second loop, and we had a person yell at us. Yes, because we were going the wrong way, because how, they didn't well, tell we us didn't where know, to go. Because they didn't have the gate up yet, Yes, which seemed kind of funny. Especially since we were walking, right? and we were pretty far at the end. Right, back, so yeah. that was not good. And this three, this loop you went up the same hill three times mm-hmm. and it was a good sized hill it was it was steep mm-hmm. and it was it was a challenging hill and to have to go up the same stupid hill three times i could have done the race in the reverse order and, it would and have thankfully been just it wasn't that long of a hill it was short and steep but yeah. it was a challenge yeah and then um the next day we did the half and um the half was out and out in town and Ashley went from New Philadelphia into Dover, Ohio right. and back and it was really well marked and for the most part we had a full lane for there was mm-hmm. no traffic around us. I think there was only one or two places where it got kind of narrow. Yeah, it was yeah, it was easy to manage. There were police everywhere. I felt really safe. The mm-hmm. traffic was maintained very well and we were way at the back and for a good portion of the race we were all by ourselves. There was no one around. No. And I still felt like they did a great job keeping the race going for mm-hmm. us. They did a really good job with it. Um, I don't remember it being overly hilly. I just remember it being boring. There were a couple good sized hills. I don't remember those. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I remember the hills. It was coming. One was coming out of the park. Okay. And then one was when we were in the real countryside. That I had a hard time because it was steep and long. And we hadn't really trained very hard yet because it was April. So we had been training to do the half marathon distance, but we hadn't had any extra training for the 10K. And it was it was pretty hard. The last three miles of that half marathon were hard. Were really, really hard. Mm -hmm. My arms were straight down and I was dragging. It Mm -hmm. was really hard. And that's where I think Cincinnati was better because the last three miles of Cincinnati, there were people cheering everywhere and I felt their energy. And And isn't it downhill? It's downhill. Yeah. Yeah. And with all those people cheering you on and saying you can do it, it felt really good. Right. Mm -hmm. Unlike New Philadelphia where you're all alone in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So we crossed New Philadelphia's finish line. Then we had to walk, it felt like forever, to get to where the party was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But they did a really nice job. They had Domino's pizza. Cookies. And and a pasta dish. Mm -hmm. And they had lots of food. And I got got the last of the pasta. And the pizza was almost gone. And they said, just wait, more pizza's coming. We'll let you know as soon as it gets here. And they got in a huge amount of pizza. It was amazing. And they did a great job. Most of the people had gone through. Well, it was ama- It was really amazing. Yeah, there was plenty of food for mm-hmm. everybody, and they made sure that we had hot pizza, which was really nice. And to consider, we got all that for ten dollars. Yes, or twenty dollars. So the shirt we got, we got a shirt for the for the half marathon. We got a shirt, a knit cap, gloves, socks, and socks, mm-hmm. and I and a medal for each race. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was, and... And a jacket for doing the 10K in the half. And a jacket for doing the 10K in the mm-hmm. half. A nice windbreaker. Mm-hmm. So it's not something I would wear every day, but if you just want to keep out the wind, it will be perfect. Right. 
I mean, I actually felt guilty that we only paid 20 bucks because the money was going to Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> I know. Uh, so we all did. There was this thing where you could um, guess the race director's finish time and donate extra money, and we all did that because we felt bad oh, that we didn't that get more fun. money. That was fun. <laughs> so other than the last three miles being really rough, uh, this was a really good race. It was. It was. It was like a small town race. Yes. It was... It was nice. And two of our friends won age, uh, three of our friends won age group yes. awards. Yes. So two of the women, one got first in our age group, and then the other one got the second in that same age group. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so it worked out really well. We did it. It was good. So the shirts are, the shirt is really nice. The 10K people didn't get a shirt. Oh, I thought they got a short sleeve shirt or something. Or no, no shirt, at shirt. No shirt at all? No shirt at all. Oh. Yes, it's a nice long sleeve technical shirt. Yeah, and very it, nice. It's a pretty gray and. Mm-hmm. So, um, my hint for New Philadelphia is if you're going to spend the night in New Philadelphia, you have to eat at Uncle Primo's. <gasps> yes. <laughs> the food was amazing. Italian restaurant, and they were full, but there were enough seats at the bar, so we just ate at the bar. And the bartender was so she entertaining. She was so entertaining. And she brought the owner out to meet us, and, and he had gone to OU, so. Uh-huh. So I liked him immediately. <laughs> yes, go to Uncle Primo's in New Philadelphia. Yeah, they were really nice. It's very pretty up there. It is. And I, and I think the, only, the main reason why the last three miles were hard is because there was, they don't have the crowd support. No. Because, no. Um, Mm-mm. Yeah, it was hard. Mm-mm. So um, my other my other hint for both of these things is if you're going to do a series of races, make sure your long distance training is longer than what we did. And now we know. Now we know. Mm-hmm. And I really it was really helpful doing the New Philadelphia um, the run for home first because I knew I had to train harder. Mm-hmm. So I was doing a better job. I was thinking that we did go up to twelve, but maybe we didn't. And the first race of the season is always so hard. Yeah. I think no matter how hard you've trained, it's always hard. Yes. Yes. I mean, even... I I love flat courses. And even your first flat course of the year, is, it's just hard. Especially if, you're, if the weather... If the winter is rough. Because it's very hard to get in any distance if the right. weather is rough. And luckily... We had a, a mild winter, so we were we were out for the most part. Yeah, we were. And we did do a, a couple races in between. Like, we did um, a couple 15Ks in between, so we were racing in addition to doing long mileage. So. Right, right. Oh, and then, um, actually, on, um, in February, we were scheduled to do eight miles, and we signed up for a 10K race. And it was on a one-mile loop, so we actually did the 10K, took our medal, and then did extra mileage while everybody oh, else was racing right. just to the make sure we were getting Warm-up Columbus. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. For a series, I would also... Um, here are my recommendations, first of all. Train long distance. Make sure you train longer than you need to for the, for the longest race. So, like, for a half marathon, I would normally do 10 to 12 miles. I would recommend walking at least 15 because that wasn't, 12 That's, was not enough. No. And I would recommend doing back-to-back races, which yes. we did. So that was very helpful. Yes. Um, I would recommend bringing more than one pair of shoes in case the weather is bad. I think we had a different, we each brought a different pair of shoes for each day of races. Yes. And I th- I think that was going to work out perfectly. Right. Because when the Little Kings was all rainy and our mm-hmm. shoes were wet, we didn't have to wear those wet shoes mm-hmm. for the next day. Uh, what else, what other recommendations do you have for people? I, I think that was just go out and two, and your first race, just have fun. I mean, you're not going to PR at your first race of the season. Although we did have one member <laughs> who it was his first half marathon and he got a crazy fast time. It was amazing. And he bonked in the last two miles because oh, he'd never gone that far before. Oh my gosh, but 
Yeah. No. Well, and that would be my final recommendation then to take it easy, go at an easy pace where you know you can finish. And then in the last race, if you feel super good at the end, you can pick up the pace in the last at mile 10 if you feel like it. Right. But if you don't feel like it, you know you're going to finish without getting hurt. I mean, all overall, just have fun. Yeah. Really. Oh, and <laughs> I have one other recommendation. If you have a special pillow. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, take your special pillow. I had so much neck pain after that hotel in New Philadelphia. It just was killing me. But anyway. So it was really fun doing these two series with you. And I'm really glad that we got to spend so much time in Cincinnati. I really oh, like Cincinnati. I, I had, even though I wasn't unable to do the half, I had a great time. It was just a, it's, I mean, it's just worth it just going there. Yeah, it was fun. It, and, it, and the races were fun, and people were so friendly, and... And everyone at the hotel was friendly, like they were they were geared up for the weekend. And we ate well, and what was not to have fun about? Yeah, yeah. No, and we left in a vertical position, so <laughs> that's always a good thing. <sighs> Um, I would recommend not overpacking, but you know, in New Philadelphia, didn't pack enough, and in Cincinnati, you packed way too much. But did you wear everything you brought, though? Oh, no. Oh, oh, really? Okay. No. Because the weather looked so variable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and by this time of year, normally it's just nice and sunny, but it looked a little iffy a couple days. Yeah. So, what is your next big race that you're looking forward to? I think my next big one is my next half isn't until Columbus, which okay. I really, really want to train for to get a PR. Okay. Because Columbus is flat, and I only have to shave off forty-eight seconds. I think you can do it to get the three to the three-hour mark. Yeah. But I have we have ten Ks coming up and fifteen Ks and. Now I am right now. I am registered for the Emerald City half. Okay. In. August? August. I'm probably going to bump down to the 10K. Okay. Or, or no, the quarter. The quarter. Mm -hmm. um, and the only reason why I signed up for the half is I got free entry of one or the other, and I figured sign up for the half, and then if I don't want to, I can always bump down, but I can't bump back up. Okay. And I'm probably going to try to find another half marathon somewhere because I cannot go until October without another half marathon. Okay. And I'm just, I figure I'm just going to have to bump up my training and act like I do have a half marathon before Columbus and just get more miles and, and work on speed and hills and all that good stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me. I'm, I'm just surprised you're not sick of me after spending the weekend well, with Well, thank me. you. This was, it was very fun. It was, thank you. Would you walk with me? And if you walk with me, I'll walk with you for eternity. So, as you noticed, doing a multi-race series was challenging, and I'd like to say it was fun. Actually, the traveling with friends to races was great. The last race of each series, not so much. Because we've done so many half marathons, as I said, more than 50 for me, I felt I needed to do something more than just finish another half marathon. And I have to admit, finish, finishing each of these two series did feel like an accomplishment. That said, I really wish I had trained better. So if you are considering a race series or a race challenge, here are our suggestions for being successful, having fun, and finishing feeling pretty good. First, after a friend of mine did the Dopey Challenge in Disney, she said she trained as she normally would have for a full marathon, and she was fine. I had that in mind when I trained for these challenges, but after finishing both races, I don't think I trained hard enough. If you typically do long days of 10 to 12 miles for a half marathon, I'd recommend going farther. I don't have any scientific reason for picking 15 miles, but... In my mind, in my experience, I would recommend walking at least 15 miles on your longest training day. I'm actually thinking 18 to 20 miles is probably even better. The second 
piece of advice is practice back-to-back -back distances over a weekend at least once. Number three, if you're staying in a hotel, try to find a location close to the starting lines, especially if the races are in a big city. Because we could walk to each race, we didn't have to worry about traffic or parking each morning, and that saved us a lot of time getting ready in the morning. I also highly, number four, I highly recommend you bring more than one pair of shoes. Because it was supposed to rain all weekend when we were in Cincinnati, I brought a pair of shoes for each race knowing there would not be time for my shoes to dry out between races. As it turned out, it rained only one day, so I didn't really need three pairs, but at least I was prepared. Finally, piece of advice number six, take it easy and enjoy the races. There is no need to go all out for the first one and then have nothing left for the last day. If you take it easy early in the challenge, you might have enough energy left to race hard in the last event. But if you don't, relax and enjoy yourself. Whether it's just a back-to-back 10K and half marathon or the entire dopey challenge, just finishing a series of races over a couple of days is an accomplishment, regardless of your pace. Well, that's it for me. Thank you all for listening to the Walk Magazine podcast. Thank you to Deb for always being willing to help me with an episode. The Walk With Me theme song was written by Gordon Lehman. The recording engineer is Eric Delagarde, produced by Eric Delagarde and Gordon Lehman. Vocals Whitney Wilson, cello Madeline Hansen, guitar and Fender Rhodes, Gordon Lehman. In addition to this podcast, you can find me on Facebook at Walk Magazine, on Twitter at Walk underscore magazine, and the website is www.walk-magazine.com. And I want to leave you with my favorite quote. Why run slow when you can walk really fast? Walk with me. Would you walk with me? And if you walk with me.